Hello and welcome to episode one from us at Inside Forward. Uh, my name's Kieran. This is my brother Roshan. Hey, what's going on, people? Right, this is uh, this is the first time we're recording, so be easy on us. We started up a website, InsideForward.co.uk, as a football blog. Uh, with when when COVID came and lockdown came, obviously we've we've found it hard to interact with people like we used to. We don't have the usual social activities like going down to the pub with our mates, going to friends' house, going to football stadiums. So with the spare time on our hands, we thought we'll, we'll set up this website. On the website, we chuck up some articles which are relating to the Premier League, the Champions League, and also fantasy football. Uh, we're, no, we're no experts, but we all have an opinion. So we're just putting our opinion forward. If you sign up at the website, you can also comment and interact with other people who will be jumping on. This is the first episode, as I said, and we're going to be talking about the Premier League so far. Uh, Roshan will kick us off. Okay, let's kick off the discussion on how the Premier League's gone so far. Um, let's start top of the table, Leicester. I think Brendan's got them playing really well. Um, you know, great start, beating Arsenal and City in the process. The Vardy party continues. It seems like it's gone on year on year now. Um, eight goals in eight so far, albeit five penalties, but who cares? They all count. Yeah, I mean, uh, some good good transfer business, um, signing Castagna from Atlanta and the centre-back from St Etienne, Fofana. But yeah, they've been um, hugely impressive, I'd say, especially doing it with the current injuries that they've uh, they've had so far. Pereira's been still out. Siontu's missed a few games. Indeedy's still out. Madison coming back from injury. So, yeah, really impressive uh, job there early on. Yeah, I think they've, I think they had a bit of blip after lockdown last year, didn't they? And they, they're looking to put that right. I've been impressed with them. They've had a lot of injuries, like you said, and they're, they're carrying on pretty well. So, yeah, quite impressive. Quite impressive. Who else, yeah. who else has been good for you? Uh, I'd say Villa, Southampton. They've been pretty impressive. Yeah, Villa been good, haven't they? They've uh, the the Liverpool seven two thumping was obviously their highlight so far and probably the highlight of the league for everyone for the neutral. Uh, but they've generally been the surprise package so far, I'd say. Everyone knows about Jack Grealish, but Ross Barkley is coming and added a lot to that midfield. John McGinn's obviously, you know what John McGinn does? He works hard. Gets up and down, box to box, kind of, and uh, wins a lot of balls. And then you got the young Ollie Watkins up top, signed from Brentford, and impressive so far for a young striker. Yeah, yeah, that uh, top four has been pretty impressive. Backline as well. Um, you know they've settled settled among Consa, uh, Mings, uh, Target, and Cash at right back, who's been really impressive as well. But yeah, all, all solid job so far. Will yeah, they and a, I'm not sure. Yeah, and a shout out to um to the goalkeeper Martinez who they got from Arsenal. I think I think, I think it's a good bit of business that he looks solid and could be could be a could be bad to let him go from an Arsenal point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be hard for them to stay in and around there, but so far, really good job. I'd say it's been exciting to watch as well. Yeah. Yeah, should, should we talk about should we talk about Tottenham? Um, I think it's no surprise to see where they are. 
Um, no, really. Mourinho, like good squad there, good signings in the summer. Got uh, Matt Doherty and that Sergio Regulon at wing back, had a bit of competition, uh, uh, strength and depth, and um, they they're a big squad. They 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 handle the fixtures well, and they'll be a bit annoyed that they they drew against West Ham and, and Newcastle from dominating those games. They would be clear at the top if they want, held on to victories there. But I think I think they they've done well for good balance. They look good. Yeah, I agree. There's some solid recruitment there by Jose. I think he's um, got everything they needed. Strengthening those wing back positions was vital. Um, you know, a bit of a bit of a wow factor in the Gareth Bale. I mean, I think it just you know gives a lift to the fans really. But if they can get you know some of the best out of Gareth Bale, then yeah, they'll be looking good this year. Yeah, I think top four looks nailed on for them this year. Though. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah. Um, I I do, I do like the look of Southampton this year. The the Ings injury is gonna obviously obviously hurt them quite a lot. But I'm not sure how long they say he's out for six weeks. Um, but obviously he's had trouble with his knees before, so it could be longer. Obviously, as Liverpool fans, we know about Danny Ings's injuries. But um, since Ralph Hassan Hootel's come in. Been, it's been really good. Started off super well. Got them well away from relegation when they looked the worst team in the league, I thought, last year. Then suddenly they flew up the league. After lockdown, they're a bit poor. But like a lot of teams, they, I guess they foot come off the gas. Nothing to play for. But since the beginning of the season, they've, they're back at it and they're, they're picking up wins all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Southampton seem to be well-drilled team now. Um yeah, from that time that they took that battering from Leicester, uh, they've really, you know, sort of responded. But like you say, Danny Ying's injury is a bit of a blow. It is a bit of a blow. Um, yeah. You know, the other people in the team will have to step up now. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, they're, do- they're doing very well. Very good start. Fin- I-, I can't see them staying where they are, but, you know, it certainly gives them a, a platform to build on. Yeah, agreed. Probably not. They probably won't finish in the top four, but top half is what they'll be aiming for. Yeah, pushing for a European spot. Um, who else? Who else is up there in the league? Obviously, we're up there. Um, not much to say about us, really. Lots of injuries for the champions. Uh, lots of big injuries as well. Obviously, Van Dijk, which everyone's heard about, um, is a big blow. But probably a bigger blow now is losing Joe Gomez because leaves us really light at the back. At least yeah. with Van Dijk, you had some options, but now with Joe Gomez, the only other centre half who probably would have could have stayed fit all season, out all season, most likely, it leaves Matip who struggles to put a run of games together with his injury concerns, and then Fabinho who's currently injured as well, who's a makeshift centre back, he's not, not ideal. No, no, I think it's been a decent start from Liverpool, obviously, apart from the uh, Villa hammering, you could say. Um, but it looks like they're over that now, so let's, let's hope that doesn't happen again this year. Um, but a good, decent transfer window from us, I'd say. Signing Thiago, Jota, hit the ground running, you know, um, providing a bit of competition in those front spots. But, yeah, like you say, it's just an injury crisis at the moment, and yeah, I think can't really see can't really see the end of it with Van Dijk and Gomez out for the 
what looks the season now. Um, I think a big miss in the next few weeks will be Trent as well, out for meant to be out yeah. for weeks since the City game. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you mentioned Fabinho um, as a makeshift centre back. As of yesterday, he still wasn't back in training. So, <laughs> who will start on the weekend? I'm not sure, uh, but I'm sure it's going to be a a very new backline and a surprise to all of us. Yeah, and Salah apparently has got coronavirus now, where he tested positive. So, looks like it'll be about him. But obviously, Jota hopefully fill in. I don't think we've got too much problem in attack. Just defence really. Just see out the next couple of weeks. But let's move on from Liverpool. Um, let's talk about Chelsea. Um, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, I mean, major investment, major investment by Frank this year. I think, um, yeah, he's, he's more or less brought in, you know, the best young players from Europe, really. Uh, Havertz, Werner, Ziyech, Chilwell, Mendy, and then some experience in Thiago. I'd say decent start. I think they've thrown away some early points, though. That might come back to bite them if they are to challenge for the title. But I think there's a bit of pressure on Frank now. Um, he's got probably, I'd say, one of the maybe the best squad in the Premier League in terms of depth as well in all positions. Um, and there'll be a real bit of pressure on him to challenge on all fronts, really. Which he should be, in my opinion, challenging for the title and putting together a good run in Europe. Um, and to be honest, I think once those players start clicking, they could be a real force. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I think Kai Havertz looked a bit weak and a bit timid in his first first month in England, but I think he's getting into his own now. Werner, he just seems to work all the time. I like that in the striker. Obviously, we have the same with Mane. Um, I can see them getting better. I think Chilwell gave them a lot of balance at the back. Obviously, Alonso wasn't very good defensively, great left foot, but he, didn't, he made a lot of mistakes at the back. Uh, I think I think they'll be good this year. I, would, I really do think they'll get better and better as the season goes on. Maybe not the league this year, but maybe definitely competing for it next year. Um, I guess this year it depends on how Liverpool and Man City do. Um, there could be an yeah. opportunity there for one of the teams who were not quite expected. Because at the beginning of the season, Liverpool and Man City were short favourites for the league. Um, so we'll see. I think Chelsea will keep going. I think they'll keep improving. And Lampard's got a dream squad to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say another team in and around there that a bit more is expected of than last year, a bit more expectancy now is Everton. Um, yeah. I think they've, they've spent a, few, a, bit of, uh, a bit of money over the last few seasons. And I think it's about time some questions are asked, if I'm honest. Um, they need to really, you know, I think they need to challenge at least for a top six place. Uh, year yeah. on year, they've spent money. Yeah. This year, I think they've signed well. I think they've got a couple of um, good signings. They they didn't break the bank for them. Uh, Jay Rodriguez, uh, Allen, and Decore. You know, they're a massive upgrade on that on the people that were in there last year. But yeah. again, again, they start really well, and then uh, when they're expected to do something, they sort of fall apart. Uh, They've had a few injuries, yes, but still they've lost three games on the bounce now, I think it is, and drew the yeah. one before that. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they how they progress. But I do think squad depth is a massive problem there, the drop-off in quality. 
But I'm not. I'm not unhappy with that. You know, as a Liverpool fan, it's uh, good fun to see them lose. Yeah, I, I, I think Everton have got away with it in the last few years of being pretty awful for the money they've spent. Um, this year they won their first. What was it? Four games. Everyone got really excited. Good mm-hmm. Dominic Calvert Lewin learned to score. Um, but I can't see that lasting all season personally, and I do don't think they're good enough to to challenge for a top four spot. The Liverpool game was evidence of that, and even the Man United game the other day, they were they were poor against United, who they're not exactly playing well. So I, I can't see Everton higher than fifth, to be honest. Like maybe maybe even as low as eighth, I'd put them eighth and ninth. Um, but we'll see. It's Everton. We're used to them being down there. So nothing new, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I mean, we've got Palace, a Palace in the table. I mean, they do what That's they surprised. do. Yeah, nothing really to speak on there. So I'd say Zaha's been really good this year. No transfer merit around in the summer. So keeping him and keeping him happy, I guess, has been good. But yeah, next up, we've got Wolverhampton. Um, yeah. Again, team you kind of expect them to win a lot, draw a lot, and not lose many. Keep games tight, and that's what they've that's what they've done so far. Yeah, there's not a lot to talk about with Wolves. I mean, they've 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 done what you expect, really, as you say. They and they don't score a lot. They don't concede a lot either. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, they've done well over the last couple of years. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, it's a couple of couple of signings or sales, should I say? Selling Doherty to Spurs, I was a bit surprised about that, to be honest. I thought he's been a standout performer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean they've replaced him with Semedo from Barcelona, so I'm sure that would have got some of the Wolves fans excited. Uh, and then they signed a young fella from Porto for 30, 35 million, I think it was Fabio Silva. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. But yeah, they've they've done as expected. Not, nothing too much to talk about there. Yeah, I think losing Jota was big for them. Maybe a bigger bigger signing for Liverpool than a bigger loss than Wolves. I'm not sure. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But but yeah, we'll see about Wolves. They should be in and amongst the top eight, I guess. Yeah. Uh, coming down the league, I'm just looking down. And Man City are sitting in tenth. Uh, strange to see him down there. Uh, after well, they've only played seven, they've got a game in hand. So obviously, if they win that, they go up to about fifth or sixth. Where if you'd expect, they haven't had the best of starts, but it hasn't been that bad. A lot of draws, only the one loss, but um, they they've they've come back from a lot of injuries. Um, obviously, they're still missing Aguero, and Jesus has played two games, I think, so far. So, so yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the city. I'm pretty sure they get into the top three, but they they seem to be building again at the back, which which was needed. Yeah, yeah, I think um, yeah, as you say, they're sitting in tenth, but they'll climb that table pretty quickly, I'd imagine. Yeah, um, yeah, strengthening at the back, which was needed. Um, Ruben Diaz obviously comes in if Laporte stays fit. It's pretty solid centre back partnering. But yeah, I was. See how they go. I think top three, they'll be one of the title challenges. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, they'll they will pick up. That's that's not much else to add to that, really. Yeah, Pep's teams don't really mess around. 
next up, uh, let's talk about Arsenal. What do you, what do you think? Um, Arsenal, where do we start? Uh, yeah, some interesting transfer business once again. Um, offering William a three-year deal on a reported 220k. I mean, I think David Kane once again, a bit of Twitter banter as usual. Um, yeah, and then they re-signed Aubameyang as well, who seemed to more or less have him bent over a table, I think. Um, they, yeah, they were desperate to keep hold of him. I, I don't know. I mean, he's gone off the ball, if I'm honest. His goals have dried up. Uh, but we'll see. I'm sure he'll, he's a goal scorer, so I'm sure he'll find the back of the net again. Um, and then good signing in Thomas Partey, I'd say. Uh, yeah. got, got him all excited a couple of other smaller signings in there which we'll wait to see nothing really to speak about yet but yeah I mean same old Arsenal really start really well they beat Fulham 3-0 beat West Ham 2-1 and then they go on to lose four of the next six so it's pretty Arsenal um, up and down up and down and to be honest I can't see them actually challenging for a top eight spot this year which I'm sure some uh some Arsenal fans are going to uh, have a puff at me for saying. Top eight? You can't see them in the top eight, no? Nah, nah. Rubbish. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about Arsenal. I think it's too early to judge Arteta still. I think, yeah, I think Aubameyang out on the left is probably not his preferred position. And he doesn't really offer that much more. So it's strange to play him out there. Um, um, but Arteta seems to want a more solid approach. Um to keep it tight at the back, which has come at a cost of creativity. I think they got a lot more pitch, a lot more ground to gain on the, when they win the ball back, and relying on Abamian and William, who are pretty old now in football in football years, is um, is maybe not the best of ideas. But we'll see. He's, I think he's still got to figure out that team. Arsenal fans are, always get excited after every win and get depressed after we lose so we'll just wait and see on those yeah. yeah um West Ham sitting just below them which I find quite surprising I think they've been I've, I've watched quite a few of their games this year I guess we've all I guess we're all watching a bit more football now it's all at different kickoff times uh but I'm surprised they're sitting down there I'm, I'm looking at their results they they got beat by Arsenal 2-1 well I thought they were possibly the better team they uh, got a free old draw at Tottenham, obviously, last kick of the game. Lanzini won the strike. Bit of luck there, but you need a bit of luck. They still scored. They were 3-0 down. To come back 3 all is pretty impressive. Uh, the one old draw at Man City, good result. And then they were one in luck versus us. But then they they're pretty awful that game. I'm not sure what they were trying to do, sit back and six at the back and try and hold on to it. It wasn't ever going to happen. Um but that was their first game without Mikel Antonio, who is their—he's their lead man, isn't he? he? He wins the ball, he fights for the ball, he runs the channels, he holds it up, and he's been scoring. Like since since March lockdown, he's been come out of that, and he's just been scoring. But that injury is not going to help. Um, I've been impressed by him because they've had a hard bunch of games. They also played Leicester, who they who they thumped. And Wolves, who they thumped. So, I think I think that I think they've they've got a good spot there to to build on. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. They've 
They've been good. Um, like you say, maybe not as many points on the board for those, for those performances, but they have had a very tough run. Um, yeah. if, if they can keep playing that way, I think they could be a surprise package in the top, top sort of eight spot, challenging Wolves and um, Everton, Man United maybe. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Long season ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, D- David Moyes, eh? the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. Finally doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next we've got Everton in the league in 13 I'm not even sorry Newcastle um, I think <laughs> it's about I don't think there's much to say in Newcastle I'll just say Callum Wilson's been a good signing but they don't look they don't look awfully exciting under Steve Bruce I think a lot of Geordies will agree with that but just sitting under them is Man United in 14th obviously game in hand as well I'll say but three wins three losses so far what do you make of them? I think, yeah, I think they've been pretty awful, to be honest. I mean, um, it's, yeah, I mean, even United fans now finally acknowledge that they're awful. That's how bad it is. And they just seem to, whenever there's an expectancy to win, they seem to manage not to. Um, but then saying that, whenever they're not expected to win, they seem to be able to win. So, yeah. It's hard to make sense of Man United at the moment. I mean, they're yet to win at home. Uh, it's not great either, considering they've also shipped quite a few goals in in them games as well. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, you'd expect them to build on their on last year's sort of decent end, you could say. But it's a poor transfer window, if I'm honest. They haven't strengthened their first team. I mean, the problem of Paul Pogba still lingers. Uh, quite interesting that what's actually going to happen but yeah I mean it's back to basics with Fred and McTominay in midfield I just don't know what's going on there I, I'm happy to see it obviously but yeah not not very good but expect them to climb the table I'm not saying they'll finish in the second half but they won't finish in the top four I don't think yeah I think you say Pogba stuff is interesting I think people are bored of it now they don't really care anymore <laughs> Um, even Man United fans are tired of it. They just probably want to see him out the door and Man United kick on. I think we're gonna. I think Ole's just there to steer the ship. Everyone's quite surprised he's still there. Pleasant, pleasantly surprised I am. Um, but they got they got Phil Jones as well, who's in the not even in the squad for the weekend. They got Jesse Lingard, who's in his last year of contract, I believe, but he's, he's been injured, so he'll probably be out the door. Luke Shaw. Just seems to always hold too much body weight at the moment. Rojo, I don't know what's happened to him. So they've got a lot of a lot of players who'd probably be gone in the summer, I'd expect. And that's after the last two, three transfer windows where they've got rid of some players as well, like Sanchez, Lukaku, Smalling on, on big wages. So yeah, I think it's a bit of a just a process at the moment at, at Old Trafford. I think they, they're gonna probably See Ole out to the end of the season, get rid of a few more guys and then give a new manager a bit of money to spend and, uh, yeah, a bit of a licence to to get who he wants. But we'll see. Yeah, they're definitely, like you said, they're definitely going to finish top half, I'd say, because they've got, yeah. obviously, a lot of quality in the squad. Like, And big up to Rashford for all of the, his work off the pitch as well. But, um, yeah, they've got the quality to climb into that top half. Top four, probably not this year, but top half for sure. Uh, below them is um, in the table, we find Leeds. 
I'm not sure. I'm not, uh, they're exciting to watch. A lot of goals in open football. Um, it's all a bit crazy, which I guess you expect with Bielsa managing anyone. But yeah, I can't see him finishing top half, not with the way they defend. It's always man on man at the back. What have you? Have you enjoyed their matches this year? Um, I've watched a few of them. They've, like you say, it becomes an exciting game because they're so open. Yeah. Um, we're not probably not used to seeing, but it's it's not. I mean, from a Leeds point of view, it's not a good thing. For a neutral, yeah, it's a good thing. We're just seeing goals all over the place. But yeah, I think they'll they'll struggle a little bit finishing the second half. Um, I think they'll be they, they won't get relegated. I don't think. But yeah, they're not gonna creep too far up the table. I mean, yeah. I think they've conceded uh, three or three or more five times this year already. So kind of tells you what's going on there. But yeah, the yeah. manager I think will be trying to work on that approach. Um, uh, wouldn't surprise me if I see if we see a little bit less gung ho. But yeah, not, not much else to add really on them. Um, yeah. yeah, fun team, half. fun team. But yeah, second half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brighton. I know you liked watching Brighton this year. Um, not not many points on the board. Where they got six points or something. Um, yeah, yeah, not many points on the board, but you you said you've enjoyed watching them play. Yeah, I think um, I think they've played well against some. They've had you know a fairly tough fixture list as well. Um, but they, they, I watched them against Chelsea, Tottenham, and um, Man United. Thought they played really well against Chelsea. Uh, ended up losing three <laughs> one. Uh, played well against Tottenham, and. Ended up losing two one. I think Harry Kane won that penalty against them. That's yeah, a bit suspect, but we won't go into that. And then um, yeah, obviously against United played really well. Hit the woodwork. Three two with a penalty given after the final whistle. So yeah, a bit unlucky, but I think they will they will do well against teams in and around them. So, you know, that sort of second half, I think they'll do well. Yeah, they'll struggle against the top teams as expected. I don't think they'll be involved in any relegation scrap, if I'm honest, even though the points don't look great at the moment. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of them. Like you said, they play OK football, but if they're not picking up points and they're playing decent, if they go for a bad patch, it'll be a bit worrying. But we'll see. It's early, it's early in the season. Eight games gone only. Uh, before yeah. them, below them in the league, 17th and 18th, we've got Fulham and West Brom, the two, other two championship t- um, sides to come up. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about them. I've watched them both. They've both been quite poor. They don't really have the quality in the squad. And West Brom's loss to Fulham the other day will be will be painful for them. Uh, but I think Fulham were a better team on the day and deserved the win. But I can see them both going back down personally. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think their squads just aren't good enough, if I'm honest. Very championship. Good Good championship squads, but just not. It's a big step to the Premier League, and it's just not good enough, in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, not not much else to add, really. I think it'll be a real struggle if either one manages to stay up. Then it's a cracking job by the manager. Yeah, uh, last like holding the table up, propping it up. We've got Burnley and Sheffield United. Probably wouldn't have expected both of them to be down there uh, at this stage of the season. Again, Burnley got a game in hand. But they've only got two points from their seven games and Sheffield United have one point. Uh, both teams 
play a quite a tight game of football. They they try to limit the amount of goals in their matches and they don't score many. Um, it's always going to be the case if the goals dry up for them, they're going to be in a bit of trouble. And they have. They Burnley got Chris Wood and what's the other fellow's name? Uh, Barnes. Actually, Barnes. I, they're not there for me they're, they're not they're not great they're big they're strong but they're not great um, and then Sheffield United they've got a few strikers up there that are not very good at all uh, but they obviously signed Brewster too early to say anything about him I'd say he's 20 years old so a bit of a risk get, getting a 20 year old to kind of rely for goals but I guess a 20 year old's got to start somewhere yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, it's hard to identify the problems for those teams because it seems to be all over the pitch. Um, they can't score, they can't stop them going in the other end, so it's not rocket science that they're going to struggle. I think this is a problem for them. They're so, they, they've they relied on nicking things, keeping it tight, and it's just not happening. So they're yeah. unable to score the goals to then go and win once the team scored a couple, so I, I can't see them getting out of it. Uh, one one of the two might, but yeah, I think Burnley. I think they're gone. Um, I think I think they are. Just look at that squad, and I can't see much to be honest to get them out of it. Um, saying that as well for these two teams, the worrying thing is if you look at the teams that were probably meant to be in and around there in Villa, they've they've already opened up a massive gap. Newcastle, they've opened a gap on them. Um, same could be said, you know, Palace, they're right up there, Southampton. So really, it doesn't leave much to play with. I mean, you could say Brighton might get sucked into it, but watching them, I don't think they will. So that yeah. bottom four, I don't think it's going to change a lot, if I'm honest. I don't think it's going to change a lot. Yeah, I can see them all struggling, the teams down there. I know it's yeah. been a bit of an up and down season for some of the big boys, but... I think them teams at the bottom are struggling. It's just the goals. At the moment, lots of goals are flying in and they ain't part of that. So they're going to struggle. But um, who's your, so far this season, who would you say is your surprise package then? Surprise package, uh, it's got to be Villa. I think they were yeah. one of the relegation favourites, but they've yeah played really well, smashed up the Champions League uh, 7-2. So, yeah, yeah. Any any team that beats us 7-2 is uh, definitely a surprise package. And then um, who would you say has been kind of the worst performing team so far? Um, it's a toss-up between Man United and Burnley, but I'm going to have to go Man United because they're not expected to be where they are yet to win at yeah. home or, you know, a squad that's been heavily invested in over the years. So, yeah, really disappointing. And I think Man United fans would probably agree if they were being honest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Ole some uh, some space to breathe, try and keep him in the job. So I am actually gonna go with Arsenal. I think for all the noise they make, um, I think reality is hit again. They they already they're already talking about problems in the squad, problems with the manager. Um, I just yeah, I just think they're they're not moving forward at the moment. But but it's a long season, eight games in. Some people only paid seven. We shall see. That's all for this week's episode. It's been a fairly eventful start, I'd say, to the Prem. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be entertaining going forward. 
Luckily, the international break's over now, so we return to the Premier League fixtures this weekend. We'll be doing another video um, with our thoughts and opinions on those games, so do check that out. And, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed listening. Check out the website, inside4.co.uk, and check out our social media accounts for all our latest activity. See you later. See ya.